Most of my books are now available as audiobooks. Go to maniacontheloose.com slash audiobooks. If you like scary stories, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Maniac on the Loose Scary Stories Podcast. (laughs) Sit back and relax. Keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times and enjoy the ride. The Hunger, The Deviant. 9 o'clock a.m., same time every day. I stop into the donut shop for a cup of coffee and a cheese danish. There are a lot of coffee joints in town that I could get my java and sugar fix at, but I always go to the same place. The coffee is pretty good, the Danish is fine, but I mainly come to gawk at the little girl who works behind the counter. Her ripe melons always seem a stitch away from bursting through her shirt. I was pretty sure she was a high schooler. A week ago my attention was diverted from the hot young worker to a donut loving woman. She must have been in her early thirties. Her tits didn't compare to the girl behind the counter, but they were ample enough and always form-fitting to her blouse. Her hair was wavy blonde, her eyes crystal blue, and those lips, those thick, luscious lips, boy, I bet she can do some fun things with those lips. What caught my eye were the tight leggings she wore. They couldn't conceal the perfectly muscled contour of her legs. This one worked out, and her ass, don't even get me started, perfectly rounded, a welcoming shimmy as she walked away, and never a panty line in sight. This gal was going commando. No doubt. She always ordered the same thing. Four dozen mixed donuts. She'd have the little cutie behind the counter divvy out the variety for her. It got to the point where I couldn't get enough of her. I needed more. So I followed her. When going on a stalk, it's all about hanging back just enough to be discreet but still being within distance to get an eyeful. The woman's nice, firm, dairy air wiggled with every step. It was like an invitation that had me wondering how many times a month she spread those legs. I was a little surprised when she stopped in a seedy corner store. It was a little small. If I followed her in, I might have been made, so I waited outside. It couldn't take her too long to get whatever she needed in that tiny store. 
That's what I thought, but she was in there a much longer time than I expected. I was about to go in and see what the delay was when that hot little lady finally exited the building. From there, the hard body walked to a mom-and-pop diner. She sat down at a window booth. The view was perfect, so I took shelter at the edge of an alleyway and watched. Unbeknownst to her, I could see under her table. Her legs were slightly parted, allowing me to see the subtle outline of her crotch. I couldn't help but let out a moan as I whispered to myself, Mmm, yeah, is there hair or is it bare? I was so hard I was about to burst. I did a quick scan of the area. There were several people out and about on the street, but I was in the shadows. I didn't think they could see me, so I pleasured myself right there in the alley as that little whore downed her sausage breakfast. Normally, that would have been enough for me, but I wanted more. I wanted to touch her. I wanted to taste her. Oh, I was hungry for her, so I kept following. I was slightly surprised to see that her next stop was a homeless shelter. I spied through the window and watched as she opened three or four donut boxes for those dirty dregs to eat. She then took the last box of donuts into a back room. Homeless shelters are notoriously understaffed and sure as hell don't have much in the way of security. This was the perfect opportunity for me to find out what was underneath those clothes and slide myself inside of her. I strolled in through the entrance and nonchalantly walked past the filthy homeless people. None of them looked my way. They were fixated on their donuts. So I scurried down a hallway and found a back entrance to the room she was in. The woman was inside a cluttered kitchen area. Her back was to me. Her little rump was on full display and I couldn't help but lick my lips. She had the donut box open and was doing something to them, but I couldn't see what exactly nor did I care. I quietly withdrew my knife that I always had on me. It was an intimidating hawk-beaked curve. With the blade up against her throat, she'd let me do anything I wanted to her, and I planned on doing everything. <sighs> I moved stealthily and didn't make a sound. She had no idea I was there. This was going to be so easy. That's when I heard a loud creak behind me. I spun around and gasped. The Hunger Hitman I'm a professional hitman. I was prepping for a job, 
I won't go into detail about the contract, but I needed a clean gun and plenty of ammo. I bought my weapons on the black market, thus there was no record or ability to trace, and I never used the same weapon twice. I'd buy it, use it, and then introduce it to the river. The man I bought all my tools of the trade from was called Choppy. He had a little corner store as a front and operated his arms business in the back. He buzzed me in as his previous client was exiting. She wasn't his ordinary clientele. She was a blonde in her early thirties with blue eyes. She was wearing a nice blouse, leggings, and was carrying four boxes of donuts. I couldn't help but notice her tucking a few vials into her purse. I happened to know from experience that those vials contained cyanide. Cyanide and donuts made an interesting combination, and that was a lot of donuts. What did she have in mind? I was intrigued, but was willing to leave it at that. That is, until I watched a suspicious-looking man follow behind her. My impression was that she was being stalked. I informed Choppy about everything I needed, told him I'd be back later to pick it up, and hurried out of the store. It didn't take me long to pick up the trail of the attractive woman and her stalker. When the woman stopped into a small diner for breakfast, the man got cozy in the shadows of an alley and watched her eat. He was hidden in the dark well enough that most passerbys wouldn't notice him, but I saw the sick twist as he masturbated while staring at the woman. Disgusting pervert. Apparently, his session of self-pleasure wasn't enough to satisfy him as he continued to follow the woman. I've been at my business long enough to read people, and it was obvious to me that this scumbag wanted more. He had evil intentions. I followed the woman and her stalker to a homeless shelter. That's when it dawned on me. The donuts. The cyanide. Was this woman murdering homeless people? A lot of the monsters in the world are unassuming. They look like everyone else, but they hold a darkness within. A hunger for murder. They have to kill. Believe me, I know. I do it for a living. My hunger is satisfied regularly, but sometimes I stop and ask myself if I would still need to do it if it weren't for my profession. I tell myself no, of course not, but I fear I'm fooling myself. Looking at it from the woman's point of view, it makes sense to prey upon homeless folks. They're easy targets. There would be little if any inquiries. The police won't care, not in a big city like this. They're a good target for someone who has the need to kill. But it's repulsive. These poor folks don't deserve that. I may be a killer, but I still have a conscience. I couldn't live with myself if I let her get away with this. The right thing to do was to put the woman down. I followed the woman and her deviant stalker into the homeless shelter. By the time I got in, the homeless people were chowing down on the donuts. It was too late for me to do anything about that, but I could make sure it never happened again. I snuck down a hallway and found a door that led me into a cluttered kitchen. I could clearly see the woman pouring the vials of cyanide all over the donuts. My hunch was correct. 
I saw that the pervert had a knife out and was inching up behind the woman. Right again. I could have just let the freak do what he intended, but I wanted to hear the woman confess to her crime before she went down. So I quickly affixed the silencer to the end of my pistol and stepped up behind the stalker. The floor creaked loudly as I stepped up to him, causing him and the woman both to spin around startled. The pervert let out a gasp just before I pulled the trigger and put a bullet in his brain. As the sexual deviant collapsed to the floor, I could see the woman was holding a horrified expression. Yes, I just saved your life. You're welcome. Now I want some answers. It was then that I realized her eyes were fixed on something behind me. What was she looking at that filled her face with such fear? I quickly turned my head around and saw exactly what it was. Holy shit. The Hunger Woman Today was the day. I had done my research and decided that cyanide was the way to go. Finding someone who sold cyanide was easier than I expected. I did a little searching on the deep dark web and had to jump through various hoops, but in no time I had the address I needed to acquire the cyanide. First I bought the donuts. Then I bought the cyanide. My heart was racing. I hadn't slept well the previous night and couldn't bring myself to eat before I left the house. The combination of sleep deprivation and hunger was making me weak, so I stopped at my favorite breakfast restaurant and downed some sausage and an omelet. This gave me the proper energy to do what I needed to do. When I got to the homeless shelter, I put out the three boxes of donuts like I always did, but on this day, I brought a fourth box back into the kitchen with me and carefully laced every single donut with a hefty dose of cyanide. I had just finished topping the donuts off when I heard a loud creak behind me indicating that someone else was in the room. I twirled around to see a hefty man in a long black coat. His black hair was greased back in a style that was popular in the 1950s. He was holding a gun on another man who was in between us. The other man had scraggly hair. He was wearing a flannel shirt and holding a scary-looking knife. Before I could even ascertain what was happening, the greasy-haired man pulled the trigger and dropped the man with the knife to the floor with a thump. The greasy-haired man spoke to me, but whatever he said didn't register. I was focused on what was behind him. The greasy-haired man spun around and yelled out in shock. He pointed his gun at the beast before him and pulled the trigger. The creature let out a shriek that demonstrated both pain and anger as it backhanded the greasy-haired man and sent him crashing to the floor. It was the second time I saw it. The hulking, slimy beast. It stood at least eight feet tall. Its bronze, soggy flesh looked as though it were melting. Its eyes were like black pits. I never noticed a nose, but its mouth was prominent. I saw no teeth, just a murky pit of blackness. It stood there like a gigantic, grimy, grotesque, melting wax figure. It grabbed the dead body of the man with the knife, 
lifted him up and shoved him down its mucus-coated gullet. It then turned its focus to the greasy-haired man. He was next, if I didn't do something. Before the monster could scoop up the greasy-haired man and its slippery paws, I yelled out, Hey! The monstrosity turned and looked at me just as I slid the box of donuts within its reach. It didn't hesitate. It gulped down the tainted donuts and then immediately began to let forth with a series of hacking coughs that sounded like someone gargling a milkshake. Within seconds, the creature fell back through the floor from which it came. I stepped over the mangled hole in the floor and looked down. I could see the beast was now dead and lying within the mucky stream in the sewer below. I watched on as the disgusting monster was washed away through a giant sewer drain with the rest of the excrement from the city. The greasy-haired man rose to his feet, looking back and forth between me and the hole in the floor with a combined look of terror and confusion. What the hell just happened? I was going to ask you the same thing. Oh, that guy I shot was about to kill you. I saved your life. I nodded my approval. I guess we're even. The greasy-haired man pulled up a chair, plopped himself down, and spent a couple long minutes catching his breath. I guess you want the story. He nodded. If it's convenient. I pulled up a chair of my own. I knew as preposterous as the story was, he would be the only one to ever believe me. I had been volunteering at the shelter for over a year. The shelter was home to a handful of regulars and a lot of drifters. I thought it was odd that the amount of people showing up in the recent months was decreasing. The nights were getting cold. It should have been the opposite. A few of the regulars said there was a phantom coming up from the sewers stealing people. Something huge, horrible, and hungry. Yesterday I was here in the kitchen talking to one of the shelter regulars when the monster burst through the floor. It grabbed the poor homeless woman and swallowed her whole. And then it came after me. I was next. In a panic, I started throwing things at it, but nothing deterred it. That is, until I threw a box of donuts at it. It gobbled them up in a flash and then seemed satisfied and sank back down into the sewer. I went right to the police and made the huge mistake of saying it was a monster. That made them think I was insane. Oh, they came and listened to my unbelievable story. They asked me multiple times if I was on medication or if I had a drinking problem. This infuriated me, which didn't help. They took a report and said they'd look into it, but they also made a point to tell me that homeless people disappear all the time. It was obvious this wasn't going to be high on their priority list. So I took matters into my own hands. The greasy-haired man nodded. Brave. I let out a chuckle and shook my head. Or crazy. We sat quietly for a bit, digesting everything that just happened. After several moments, the greasy-haired man broke the silence. Want to go out to lunch? I had a good breakfast, but all the excitement must have gotten me hungry again. So I nodded.
hope you enjoyed the show. We're dying for you to come back for more. <laughs> Visit ManiacOnTheLoose.com Sign up for our newsletter and I'll give you some free stuff. We'll see you soon. Very soon. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to support the show, buy some of my books. I have a bunch of them, and most of them are free with Kindle Unlimited. Don't have Kindle Unlimited? No problem. They're all priced pretty cheap. Go to ManiacOnTheLoose.com slash books. Fragments of Fright Volume 3 is here. Go to Amazon and search for Fragments of Fright or go to maniacontheloose.com slash books. 